Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello, this is Rick, and welcome to the Presence Podcast, episode number 189. Coming to you again from Panama City Beach, 13 floors up on my balcony. And uh, if you hear some background noise, it's because of the swamp, which is behind us. Uh, we are on the non-ocean side of the building, which is probably why this condo was affordable. And we are above what looks to be a, eh, not a huge wetlands, maybe a couple acres, maybe three acres. But um, wetlands where the frogs are very active tonight. You can hear them uh, singing their song, doing their thing. Um, so if I sound drowned out by that, that is what you are hearing. It was a good day today, uh, the second or the first full day that we were here in Panama City Beach. And I kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. And uh, I'm glad you're here with me. Pull up a chair, uh, maybe put some earplugs in to drown out all the frog noise. And uh, I'll tell you about today. Well, today was the first day of my daughter's dance competition. There is one more to follow and maybe a second one, a third one on Tuesday, but definitely tomorrow. In fact, tomorrow is actually her big day. She was only in one dance today, and the way these things work is they are usually in a um, hotel or a convention center. In this case, it was a theater, a community theater, a pretty nice theater, good size, but not huge, really kind of medium-sized, um, seemed comfortable, relatively modern, um, and I think a good venue for this type of competition. And it's basically just one dance after the next, um, up there on the video screens, up there on the stage. Um, they do give prizes, although it's a little unclear exactly um, why certain dances win and why other dances don't, but um, we kind of take that in stride. As I mentioned, she just had one dance today, so I got her there fairly early, and once her dance went, which was about 11 o'clock in the morning, and then they had the awards ceremony, turned out to be about a little bit after 12 or so. Now, she wanted to stay and watch her friends, which was fine, and being Sunday, I wanted to go to Mass. Now, I found through the Internet, which is a wonderful way to find churches and Mass times, much easier than the way we used to do it in the past, where you'd have to check the yellow pages uh, and make a phone call, or... Um, hotels would have boards that would have different churches and different mass times. I actually kind of miss those because those were always interesting to see the diversity of uh, religious services um, in the area. Now, I do have to say there was uh, probably Christian, made probably of an evangelical bent, but there was advertised um, a worship service on the beach, literally, actually right across the street from the condo where we're staying. Unfortunately, though, I was not able to check that out because it happened at a time that wasn't going to work for our schedule today. So I ended up um, finding a Catholic church, and um, there were three of them in the area looking at mass times, and only one had a mass time that was going to work for the schedule, and that was 1230, and it was actually going to work pretty well. But it was listed as a Spanish mass. Now, I have to say this. I took Spanish in high school, Spanish in college. 
I can understand Spanish. I can read a little bit of Spanish. Can't speak it very well, but I'm, I know enough. And Spanish is not a difficult language that I could at least make my way through a Spanish mass. And of course, it's a mass, and I know the parts of the mass. And I was hoping, and it was actually confirmed that there would be a missalette that had all of the Spanish um, in writing, so that I could at least see and read what was being um, spoken. So I decided that I really wanted to go to Mass today. I didn't want to miss. I feel like I needed it. It's Sunday. It's the Sabbath duty and so forth. So I went to the Spanish Mass, and I was really, really glad that I did. It was awesome. I really enjoyed it. First of all, I don't think I've ever been to an entire Mass in Spanish. So that was a first. Secondly, it was at a church called St. Dominic, and I have a special affinity for the Dominican founder, yes, St. Dominic, and the reason is multiple reasons, actually. Uh, number one, we have a Dominican university in Columbus, where I live. Number two, my wife is a Dominican associate, and maybe someday I will also become a Dominican associate. The first school I taught at was partially run by uh, the Dominican sisters. So I, I have a special fondness for St. Dominic and the religious order. So that was a plus. Um, the actual sanctuary was nice, fairly new, I think. Um, simple, but attractive, and um, was really glad to be there. Now, I knew that I would stand out. Um, fortunately, I wasn't the only very heavily looking um, Anglo there. Um, some might call it gringo, but Anglo, I think, is the better term, uh, because there were a few others of us there, and the priest himself was remarkably Anglo-looking, maybe even more Anglo-looking than I am. Um, and my family, all my family heritage is Eastern European, so I definitely don't have any um, anything resembling Latin blood within me. But I do um, was surprised by the priest uh, who looked about 30, maybe early 30s, young, um, but very much like, I don't know, kind of the stereotypical, you know, maybe, I don't want to use it as a derogatory term, but frat boy, you know. And I can say that because I'm a frat boy too, but, um, but definitely not the person that you would expect presiding over a Spanish mass. But his Spanish was actually quite good. And the homily um, was, was uh, he seemed very comfortable, very personable. Um, I understood at least his main idea and um, really definitely got something out of it. Um, the music was great, um, very much of a kind of a Latin feel to it. It definitely wasn't just English translations or Spanish translations of, you know, the, the English standards, one bread, one body, on eagle's wings, etc., um, but definitely songs that were unique. And the title of this episode, Dios, uh, Dios está aquí, God is here, um, was one of the lines, and I think it was the closing song, that was repeated again and again and again. So I um, really enjoyed it, um, felt very connected. Um, the church itself um, has a very strong mission statement about being um, disciples and, and being evangelists in the world and they have a, a missionary prayer that um, they prayed I think even twice during the liturgy uh, they prayed it in Spanish 
but um, it was clear that it was a, a prayer that was um, special and central to the church. And uh, even spoke a little bit afterwards to the priest, Father Mike, um, he, he was, and, um, you know, just told him a little bit about myself and, and um, you know, just complimented him on his church. Um, and then, you know, the, the new thing is uh, gift shops in Catholic churches. I, I think these are popping up more and more. So I went and visited the gift shop, which I always enjoy Catholic gift shops because um, they, you know, have the saints and the rosaries and, you know, the medals and the books and all sorts of fantastic items that I think um, just show how colorful and diverse and dynamic the Catholic faith is. And I wanted to make a donation to the church. I didn't put anything in the basket, but knew that I would be going to the bookstore and uh, was very pleased when I found a um, statue, a little statue, you know, the four inch size statue of um, one of my saints of the 20th century, uh, St. Padre Pio. And um, it was 50% off. So he is now residing on the dash of my van, my CRV, that uh, my daughter and I will be taking home on Tuesday. And uh, now we have a patron saint driving with us. And I, I figure he is a good one because he uh, did some traveling himself by location and levitation and um, certainly a very colorful saint of the 20th century. So I definitely felt God's presence in the Mass. Um, I think that probably goes without saying. Um, every Not every Sunday do I speak about God's presence in the Mass because, number one, sometimes there's other times during the day I more significantly feel God's presence. But number two, sometimes I'm just not really um, as engaged in Mass as I am at other times. And sometimes Mass is even kind of negative. You know, I don't like the songs or the preaching or, you know, whatever it might be. But today I was definitely engaged and, and felt very present and very grateful to be there. And um, I guess I was reminded of how diverse Catholicism is and how being Catholic in something like this is a political act of defiance, I think, of resistance against a stream of toxic nativism that we see on display so clearly in our country right now in certain quarters, in a minority, but in those who have power in the administration and how people who are brown and black and people who are from other countries and people who maybe were undocumented, people who maybe are um, new arrivals to the country, how they are being demonized and vilified and scapegoated. But it was such, I think, an important reminder for me being there in the pews, worshiping in a foreign language. To me, not to them, perhaps, but to me, um, and just feeling that um, sense of displacement that um, I think is is important for those of us who are um, Anglo and who might look like to the outsider look like those who are being cruel and racist and bigoted in their policies right now but are standing for something different who are standing for our brothers and sisters in faith who are from Mexico are from Guatemala are from El Salvador are from those countries that are being um, scorned and uh, scapegoated these days. So 
again, I was grateful to be there, grateful for the opportunity to do something different and to have a memory and an experience and grateful for that little statue of Padre Pio. I think it's going to serve us well as we uh, make the 12-hour journey home um, on starting on Tuesday into Wednesday. So, so in conclusion, um, when have you worshipped in a different language or a different place or a different culture? And what was that like? And what did that experience teach you or show you or illustrate to you about God and the diversity of God's creation and the expansiveness of God's holy church? As always, thank you so much for listening. Blessings and peace.